And uh, but I want to thank the president personally for the amazing job that he did. It was a, a, a perfect expression of loving your neighbor, loving God and loving your neighbor. I appreciate that, sir. When, when the president was first elected, I said to the people, leave a little space between you and the president. Don't get all into him because you make him your God. And so you want to learn from him by observing him. But if you, um, if you don't have that space there, you're making your God. And if he should stumble at all, then you'd be, oh, I thought he was this, I thought that. But if you see him for what he is, a man that is led by what is right, you can, have, you can learn from it and have an amazing pre appreciation for it. And this man, Donald Trump, did more for this country in four years that I'm aware of any man doing in my lifetime. I'm not aware. Ronald Reagan did nice, but Ronald Reagan did this whole amnesty thing, and we have not recovered from that. The president, Donald Trump, was cleaning that out, too. And the president, had he, had he been able, I mean, had he had more support from his, his uh, administration, from the Congress and senators, this, may, this place would be like mind-blowing right now. But in spite of, rather than complaining, rather than whining about it, he just did, he went through it. He dealt with it. He endured. Uh, and I'm grateful. I know that Joe Biden is inviting the illegals back already, it seems. Oh, but not now. You have to wait. Someone from his uh, support team said that. And all the things that the, the Great White Hope has done, it seems it's their intention to destroy it and turn this country into a socialist country. But God is with us. And I don't. I just don't see us. Anything uh, is possible, but I don't see that happening. But I'm grateful for this uh, president and for his wife who supported him through this. She loved her husband, and I'm grateful for that because she went through a lot too. They treated her the liberal media, the liberals, the Democrats, Democrats, and the never Trumpers. They treated his wife as though she was trash. They had no love. And love conquers all. And our theme, Mr. President, this year is loving God with all our heart, soul, and might, our neighbor as ourselves, and to endure. Well, you are a perfect example of that, sir. And I believe that you will be back. I just don't see it as being over. Weak people are destroyed. Strong people endure and they get better. And so, Mr. President, I am grateful. Are we, are you done with that, Nick? Okay. Oh, Mr. President, I appreciate it. And you, sir, was and, um, and is 
and it amazed the things they've done to you and are still trying to do. I know I don't see myself being able to do that. Not now. Hopefully, if it's God's will, I will. But they're still going after this president. The bank, there some stupid bank that oh we don't want this money. Um, they're going after his hotels and all kinds of things. And the president knew beforehand that he would have to go through this. He knew it. He knew it wasn't going to be an easy road to take, to travel. But whenever you're growing in life, the road is not easy. You have to endure it. I remember when, um, I mean, I remember talking to some family members and they were like, well, I'm glad. No, we were talking about the, the Chinese virus situation. It's been reported that everybody and their mama dying from the uh, Chinese virus. And they're like, well, I blame Donald Trump for that. Uh, why? Because he didn't do anything. Had he jumped on this right away, we wouldn't be in this situation. And I asked, how do you know he didn't do anything? I ain't heard anything. I'm like, did you know that when it, early in the year when his first thing first came out, he stopped travel from China to America? No, I ain't, I ain't heard nothing like that. I'm like, yeah. And did you know when he stopped the travel from China to the U.S., Nancy Pelosi and others, criticized him for that, calling him racist. Nancy Pelosi went down to Chinatown and she was um, telling the Chinese, y'all come on out of the street, man, it's all right. This virus ain't going to hurt you. But then when they found it suitable to blame it on the president, they did. They changed it. No, I didn't know that. That's because they watched the liberal news and not fair, balanced news, conservative. The president did that. They didn't even know that the president gave a bunch of money to black colleges in the United States of America. They didn't know that. They did not know that. This man reminds me of the good old days when boys were boys and men were men. Do you know, and I was trying to think of this so I could share on time with you, but as of right now, I can't think of one time I heard my grandfather complaining, blaming, and whining about what he had to go through. You have it, Joel? Nick, give it to you. Is it ready? Um, I never heard once my grand and my grandfather went through hell running the plantation farming and and doing all the work he had to do to take care of all of us but not one one time do I remember him complaining about and believe me we all go through stuff and likewise he did too but I didn't hear him complaining It's amazing. So I just want you to, this is manhood. I, I just want you to hear 
A little what he had to say this morning in thanking the American people. Here's the soundbite. Where do we get this from, Nick? It's been something very from special. Right We've accomplished a lot. Our Black first Post. lady has been a woman of great grace and beauty and dignity. Yeah. We took care of the vets, 91% approval rating. They've never had that before. The vets have given us the VA. The vets have given us an approval rating like uh, has never been before. I hope they don't raise your taxes. But if they do, I told you so. And uh, if you look at the regulations, which I consider the regulation cuts to be maybe even more important, that's why we have such good and have had such good job numbers. The job numbers have been absolutely incredible. And now the stock market is actually substantially higher than it was at its higher point prior to the pandemic. You're going to see incredible numbers start coming in if everything is sort of left alone. Be careful. Very complex. Be careful. But you're going to see some incredible things happening. And uh, remember us when you see these things happening, if you would. And I can only say this. Uh, we have worked hard. We've left it all, as the athletes would say, we've left it all in the field. We don't have to. We don't have to come and say, we'll never say in a month when we're sitting in Florida, we're not going to be looking at each other and saying, you know, if we only worked a little bit harder, you can't work harder. So with that, I, I just want to say you are amazing people. This is a great, great country. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better. I wish the new administration great luck and great success. I think they'll have great success. They have the foundation to do something really spectacular. And again, we put it in a position like it's never been before, despite us. A goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. And again, uh, I want to just in leaving, I want to thank our Vice President, Mike Pence and Karen. I want to thank Congress because we really worked well with Congress, uh, at least certain elements of Congress. But we really did. We've gotten so much done that nobody thought would be possible. But I do want to thank Congress. And I want to thank all of the great people of Washington, D.C., all of the people that we worked with to put this miracle together. So have a good life. We will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Amazing. Thank you very much. Amazing. Amazing. I appreciate that, Mr. President, and I wish you well. I look forward to hearing from you later. I, I really hope for the day I can interview the president. I have so many questions about life and how he was able to endure, how he sees, perceive, perceive his life. But I'm grateful for the president for all things he's done in spite of and being a good example of doing those things. Be, he was a good example. He is a good example of doing those things 
and I'm grateful. Um, I was thinking about, and I was talking to a friend about Job. You know who Job is, John? Yeah. Yeah. Job of the Bible. And love story short, Job uh, loved God. He believed in God. That's what, He had faith, right? He loved God with all his heart, soul and might, along with nothing else. Along with nobody else, nothing else. He loved God more than he loved himself, his family, his, um, his so-called friends, his reputation, and because he was known for loving God. He believed in God. And he treated his neighbor as himself. He loved his neighbor. So it was known about town that Job loved the president. He had faith. And there's something else in faith and never doubting. It's amazing. It really is amazing. And so it was known that Job, Job was that way around town. Neighborhood knew it. Friends knew it. And then one day, Satan came along. And he, he, he and uh, God walking down the road one day. And uh, Satan ran into God. And Satan was like, you know what, God? How your boy Job doing? And God said, all is well. All is well. Uh, oh, yeah? Yes, it is, Job. What's up? And Job like, you think that, I mean, I say, well, like, you think that Job has faith in you? He believe you? He love you? And God was like, oh, yeah, buddy. At least there's one that love me, and that's Job. And so he's like, no, nah, God, uh-uh. I don't believe that. I just believe that he loved you because he has everything. And Job had everything. He was married, had children, had land, had all the material things he needed and wanted, and then some had cattles, you know, cows. And he had um, um, friends. He had church members. Everybody. He had everything and then some. So sing with that. So, so God, you think Joe love you and have faith in you? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. No, it's just because you've given him everything. And God was like, whatever. And then Satan said, okay, let me test him. The guy like, what do you mean? Let you test him. You better go sit down, devil. No, let me test him to see if he really loves you or is it because of the stuff, the things, people, places, and things. The guy like, really? You want to test my son? Are you crazy? No, I want to show you. He doesn't have faith in you. He doesn't love you. It's because of what he has. The guy like, that's an interesting request. Mm, you want to test Job, huh? I know you love me, Satan. But you want to test him. All right, go ahead. Test him. And Satan's like, yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. You think he loves you. It's about the stuff. It's not about you. And he's like, oh, okay. Go test him. And so... Uh, Satan went over there to Job's house 
And like, Joe, how is you? All is well, Satan, what you doing here? He knew Satan was up to something, but didn't know what. And Satan tested, put Job through the test. I want you to hear this because this story is live in a well today, right? He put Job through the test. He, he took away everything that Job owned. The land, the cows, the cats, the dogs. He took away all of that. He took away all Job money. He had a lot of money to make. A lot of money. He took all that away from him. And Job was like, oh, that's something else. Uh-uh, uh-uh, See, you think you got me, huh? I can see you, Satan. And then Satan said, oh, okay. That didn't bother you. I took all your money, your land, uh, your cows, your cat, your dog. And you still not bothered? My love comes from God, Satan, not from the stuff I own. I love him with all my heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. Really? Yes, Satan. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to take away your friends. We'll see who your friends are. And Joe whispered in the ears of his friends, and they became angry and jealous, and they turned on Joe. And then Joe went over to the church and whispered to the congregation. Amazing. And he, uh, the friend's like, what the, I didn't know that. I'm done with Joe. And, well, Saint whispered in there, you're not Joe, right? Whispered in the friend's ears, and they turned on Joe. They found one weakness, they thought, and they turned on Joe. And then Satan went over to the church and whispered into the, because the congregation loved Joe until Satan whispered in the ears. And they were like, really? Oh, my Lord, I thought he loved God. And they laughed. And then Satan went back to Job. How, what do you think now, buddy? Your friends are gone. Your church members are gone. Your land is gone. He had buku land, by the way, and a whole bunch of cows. They are gone. You go look around. I don't have no friends. And then Satan realized, you know what? That ain't working. I that, what the? And so Satan said to Job, "No." And then Satan said, "Oh, I'm not done yet, buddy." And he put like sores and a plague upon Job's body. Job became really sick. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. He became really sick. These big old nasty sores because they didn't have uh they didn't have uh a vaccine. <laughs> so he had to endure all that pain because he had to deal with the pain. They didn't have a vaccine. They can vaccinate him. He's like, what the? And Job got really, really right at the verge of death. And Satan so was like, uh-huh. I got you now. But Job like, and then his, 
that one or two friends that hung around, they went over to Joe house. Joe, I hear that you you lost everything. You um now you're sick and dying. Joe, don't die. Don't die, Joe. You gotta curse God. God ain't your friend. What duh? God is not your friend. You got a cursed job, uh, uh, God, Job. His, his one or two friends that were left over. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. There's no looking back. I got plague and I know it. <laughs> I lost my land and it showed it. But I can't denounce God. I will not. I love God. Why? Why can't you denounce him? Because it's God who's allowing this to happen. I don't know what I've done, but I know that it's God who is allowing me to go through this. I know that for sure. And God and uh, Satan was like, what? Uh, and the friends walked away. We're going to die, whatever, right? And then the wife, came, oh, and Job lost all his children. Did you know that, Joe? No. He lost all his children. It's they all deep. died out. This deep. And some, <laughs> the chillers died. And uh, and so when the kid, when the children died, his wife was like, "What uh, going on here?" And she went in the room where Joe was, all sick and bubble bit sores and everywhere, and she's like, "Joe." Yo, what the, I came, what the, ain't you doing, what the, boy, you better denounce God. Your kids are dead. He didn't kill your children. And Joe was like, no. No. Because Satan went and whispered to the wife, look at that man in there, you little, your, your, your beta husband. <laughs> Your beta husband thought he had it all. And thought he had this relationship with God. He a believer. He has faith. God love him. Look at him in there. He ain't no good. The man died. She's like, what? And he went, she believed Satan, believed the lie. And she went in and Job. Man, you better denounce God. Don't die. Denounce God. He's like, no. The Father is allowing this to happen. I don't know why, but I know if it, he didn't allow it to happen, it would not be happening to me. He's allowing it to happen, wife. Now go sit down. Did the wife leave? I'm not, I'm not sure. James, did the wife leave? I forgot what happened to the wife. James, a little Bible thumper. She told him to curse God, and she died. Oh, curse God. She told him to curse God and die. So did she die too? I mean, did she die? I don't know what happened to the wife, but I know she could not convince him to curse God. Alpha male. Alpha male. He's like, no. And so he would not. And so now the big picture, everything is gone.
his reputation, because now the people don't believe him. His kids are gone, his stuff gone, all the people are gone, the so-called friends, everybody gone. And Job still wouldn't denounce God. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. I love the Father, and I know he is allowing this to happen. Because when you love the Father and the Father love you, he cover you, he protects you. And, Joseph, and Job knew that. And so finally says, you know what? I'm done with this. This man, ain't, this man ain't who I thought he was. He loved God. So Satan couldn't defeat Job. He did not denounce Job. I mean, he could not destroy Job. He didn't make Job doubt the father. When I come back, I'll tell you the rest of the story and your phone calls. It's an amazing story, and it's real today. That's why we got to love God with all our heart, soul, and might. We got to treat our neighbor as ourselves and endure. So just to finish up with Job, Satan went back into God and said, you know what, you were right. This man love you. He has faith. His faith is not in his things. His faith is not in his phony friends. His faith is not in his children. His faith is not in his wife. His faith is not in himself. It's not in his character. It's in you. And he proved it. You're right, God. And God like, now go sit down and shut the up. <laughs> and 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 see where it sat in the corner, and because of Job's faith and love in God, everything was restored to him. God says, "See that? Say you, you something else. Everything was restored. He even got married." I don't know that he had this family with his same wife. I forgot what happened to the wife, right? But he got everything back, including some more children. And maybe a new wife, because I, I can't remember what happened to the old wife. But I do know he, he was married. He had more children. Did you know the children were replaced? What the? I didn't even know they died. The uh, oh, they died. died. He lost everything. Everything that the world thought was important to him. He, he got it all back. Yeah. And he got it all back. It was restored. It was restored because he loved God more than anything else. And that's where you got to go, folks. You got to overcome loving anything or anyone more than God. Because if you don't, the world will destroy you. And not only did he, Job get everything back, it was doubled. He got more than what he had. And Job was like, what the? He was like, I knew you loved me, but I knew you had allowed this to happen. Because Job didn't have any hate in his heart. He had love. He wasn't judging anyone. He had love. And so... I said all that to say to the great white hope, Donald Trump, you are a Job in the world today. 
you lost everything, almost. They attack you like Natty going north. They judged you. They lied on you. There were people coming out and accusing you of all kinds of things. Your friends turned on you. You were accused of everything that one human being can accused of, be accused of. And even today, they haven't had enough yet. But you are my Job. Example of Job on earth in 2021 for the last four years. And Mr. President, because you have endured and are still enduring, knowing that God is with you, this if poem, sir, is dedicated to you because you're a perfect example of what happens if you could deal with life in this way. So this poem of if is, I mean, it's perfect for the president. And so I have a way of saying thanks to you, Mr. Donald Trump, the great white hope. This if poem is for you. If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss, and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you, but are none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. That's amazing and affirmative. We're blessed to have this president. And I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. Our theme this year is to love God. We've got to bring back Christianity. To love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else, and your neighbor as yourself. We must return to love. So thank you, Mr. President. I know we haven't heard the last of you. This is manhood hour. You are a perfect example of a man. Thank you. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So thank you, sir. Let me go to Leah. 
out of California. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.